restroom after drinking coffee, of course, you know, feeling better. But um, I was just so happy because um, to see, you know, how many people are out there who need God and uh, they're looking for an opportunity to see how we reflect God. Um, a lot of people um, are in places in life where they literally need Christ right now. And uh, we need to continue to ask God, you know, to use us so that they can come to the Lord. I was also uh, very excited uh, last Thursday, you know, when we met for the life group, uh, when Charles, you know, finished praying at the life group. Just hearing his prayer, uh, when we, you know, were holding hands and praying to dismiss, I was like, yes, you know, he got it. And and all of you guys, you know, who had the opportunity to share, you got it. The importance of establishing priorities in your life if you don't have priorities. Uh, but Charles prayed, you know, about how those principles in the scripture can also be applied to our professional life, to our businesses. And I was just so excited because I know he understood uh, what the message was, and you all did. But um, I want to finish today with a few points that I couldn't finish you know, last week. And last week we were talking about the importance of having priorities in our life. I share with you what my priorities are and should be. And I encourage you to think about what your priorities are in life, uh, especially on a daily basis, and what are you doing with your schedule to make those priorities a reality in your life. So today, I want to give you like a little recap uh, of what we've been discussing, you know, uh, this last week, but at the same time, share about two or three points that I didn't have time to, to finish, you know, last week. So I want to take you back to the book of Exodus chapter 18. And um, as I share these principles from the scripture, there's a couple of questions I want you to ask yourself today. Number one, what are my priorities in life? What are my priorities on a daily basis? Number two, the second question is, have you asked God to help you define what your priorities are in life. Number three, is your schedule on a weekly basis and on a daily basis reflecting what those priorities are in your life? So I want to take you uh, to the book of uh, Exodus chapter 18, uh, verse 13. We're going to read again, and it says like this. The next day Moses took his seat to serve as a judge for the people, and they stood around him from morning till evening. When his father-in-law saw all that Moses was doing for the people, he said, What is this you are doing for the people? Why do you alone sit as a judge while all these people stand around you from morning till evening? <clears throat> Moses answered him, Because the people come to me to seek God's will. Whenever they have a dispute, it is brought to me, and I decide between the parties and inform them of God's decrees and instructions. Moses' father-in-law replying, what you are doing is not good. You and these people who come to you will only wear yourselves out. The work is too heavy for you. You cannot handle it alone. Listen now to me, and I will give you some advice, and may God be with you. You must be 
them his decrees and instructions and showed them the way they are to live and, and how they are to behave. Let's pray. Father God, I thank you today, Lord God, for, for this scripture, for the examples that you left in your word. I pray, Lord God, that as we share today that we will start thinking, Lord, about what priorities I should have in my life. And if my schedule is reflecting those priorities, I pray, Lord God, that you bless in this message and that you just give us wisdom to apply it into our lives. Remember when I told you guys, you know, the story of a pastor a long time ago who uh, his church every Sunday, he will preach about the same message, uh, the same topic. And uh, he did that for several months until somebody you know, was curious and gathered a couple of people and they went to talk to the pastor and they said, Pastor, we just want to know why do you preach the same thing every Sunday? I mean, the Bible from Genesis to Revelation, there's a lot of things that you can talk about, but you keep, you know, repeating the same topic every Sunday. And he said, uh, well, um, I am preaching about the same subject because I need you guys to learn it and I think talking about priorities is something that we continually need to be speaking, you know, all the time because life gets in the way. So I want to do a, a little recap of what my priorities are and Pastor Henry's priorities as well. And then you let the Holy Spirit speak to you about what your priorities you know, should be in your life. But let me start by saying that you can be a good person. You can be the nicest person in the world and doing good things and still not have your priorities in order. Sooner or later, if you don't have priorities, if you don't have the right priorities in your life, sooner or later, life will catch up with you. And when that moment comes, maybe you will not understand, you know, what happened or why, why things, you know, are not coming the way that you wish, you know, they will be. But you will probably need to come back to the beginning and ask yourselves what your priorities are and what you are reflecting on a daily basis, you know, about those priorities. So the Bible says that Moses, you know, he was, he was dealing with a group of about 2.4 million people that had come just out of Egypt. And the Bible says that Moses, he will get up early in the morning and that he will be the whole day listening to people, disputes, fights, arguments, uh, problems, you know, that people had. And he will be giving advice every single day from probably 6 a.m. in the morning until it was completely dark. So when his father-in-law came to see him, Jethro was very surprised that Moses was doing or he was doing this on a daily basis. So Jethro told Moses, Moses... Don't do that because you are going to get yourself very tired and the people are also going to get very tired because of this model of ministry that you are doing. So Moses was about 80 years old, you know, when this happened. Jethro, uh, he was the priest of a tribe in which Moses came into contact, you know, when he was running away from Egypt because he had killed a slave who was uh, mistreating uh, a Hebrew slave. So they have had, you know, a very good relationship, and 
Jethro tells Moses, these are the priorities that you should have as a pastor. Number one, he says uh, in verse in verse 19, uh, Jethro says to Moses, listen to me now and I will give you some advice and may God be with you. You must be the people's representative before God and bring their disputes to him. So the number one job of a pastor is to represent you guys before God and bring your problems to God, bring your needs to God, bring your desires to God, be in the presence of God so that when we come to you, uh, we can share the, uh, the teachings of God and His decrees. That's why, you know, Pastor Henry and I come on Sundays, you know, very early, and we pray for all of you, and we invite you to join us on prayer, because that is the number one priority of a pastor. So please do not forget this message as the church continues to grow. The priority of a pastor, number one, is spending time in prayer. Um, those are things, you know, that, that you cannot see because those are things that are done in private, but that's the number one priority. Number second priority uh, Jethro was telling Moses uh, in verse number 26, uh, teach them, he says actually verse number 20, teach them his decrees and instructions and show them the way they are to live and how they are to behave. So second priority of a pastor is to teach the word of God. But not only to teach the word of God, but teach people how to behave, teach people how to serve, teach people how to live life according to the word of God, but not only spiritually, but also in the material world, how to be successful. And that's why I like the prayer that Charles prayed, you know, last Thursday, because in his prayer, he said, Lord, thank you because you give us principles of management and leadership to put into practice. So how awesome that the Bible, the Word of God, not only teaches you how you're supposed to have a relationship with God, but how you should work, how you should lead your business, how you should lead others. And by the way, uh, that word behave at the end of that verse refers uh, not only to how uh, you're supposed to be obedient to God, but also how you lead others. If you look it up in your phone, in Google, and you Google the word behave in then you see what that word means in Hebrew. It will give you three definitions. Number one, it will give you how you behave, you know, as a follower of God. Number two, how you drive a car carefully. But number three, it talks about how you conduct yourself and how you lead others. So the priority of a pastor is to teach the word of God, to encourage you, to teach you how to behave, but to also teach you how you encourage others. Do you know that encouraging other people is a job that you have as a follower of God? Uh, we have to be proactive in encouraging other people so that they can also be encouraged and live a very good relationship uh, with God. So number one priority is to pray. Second priority is to teach. The third priority of a pastor is to appoint. Uh, we read scriptures, you know, like the book of Acts, chapter Henry, uh, read in the life group, uh, you know, a story that happened in the book of Acts where the apostles of Jesus were preaching, they were praying, they were doing ministry, they were serving food to the people, but all of a sudden, you know, people uh, started complaining about a group of people that was not being served properly. So when the 
apostles heard that complaint, they gathered everybody and they say, we need to speak to our priorities. The priority of an apostle is, according to chapter 6 in the book of Acts, number 1, pray, live a life of prayer. Number 2, teach the word of God. And the ministry has to be done by the congregation. The sheep multiply. So me and Pastor Henry are already praying that you fill in your heart, that you open your home so that we can eventually have a life group in your home. Your home needs to be a home where ministry happens, where other people get saved, where other people come to God, where other people develop, you know, a relationship with God. And pastors are supposed to teach the word of God, pray for you, and also appointing leaders. It's very important to appoint good leaders. Um, one of the things that we read in the scripture is, uh, especially in the book of Numbers, um, we're going we're gonna to look it up, and if you can also look it up with me, uh, look, book of Numbers chapter 11. It's very interesting because what happens is pastors uh, have the wisdom and also the preparation, you know, to appoint leaders. And uh, sometimes, if it doesn't happen like that, uh, sometimes leadership can become like a like a con contest of popularity in the church. You know, we we have the tendency to to choose, you know, the people that we like instead of choosing the people that have the character to lead. If you look at Numbers chapter eleven, verse fourteen, this is the prayer of a pastor that is burnt out. You know, this is Moses saying. Verse 14, chapter 11 in Numbers, says, I cannot carry all these people by myself. The burden is too heavy for me. If this is how you are going to treat me, please go ahead and kill me. I have, If I have found favor in your eyes, in other words, if you like me, please kill me and do not, do not let me see my ruin. So a leader cannot do, you know, everything. A leader needs you, the sheep, so that we can multiply, you know, as a church. It's funny, um, long time ago, you know, when I was in another church, I um, delegated to someone to choose people to share testimonies in the church. Um, and then I didn't, I'll, I'll tell you what happened, and then I'll tell you what I learned afterwards. But uh, this leader came to the front of the church, you know, he got the microphone, and he started saying, Anybody who wants to share a testimony, please come out. And this lady raises her hand, and she goes to the front. And this is a lady that I have seen, you know, with her husband coming to church. Uh, very good looking, the two of them, well dressed, very well spoken. She took the microphone, and she started sharing the story. And she said, I want to give thanks to God because of the husband that I have. And she was so happy. And she said, church, please stand up. And church, it wasn't this church. It wasn't that church. And George stood up, you know, the congregation, he greeted everybody, and then the lady said, uh, I want you to know how faithful God is. This husband that I have, God gave him to me six months before my first husband will die. So when my husband, my first husband, you know, was dying, George and I, God had already opened a door, and he and I were already talking about our relationship. And I was going with my hands like this. That is not a testimony. So I went to her, grabbed, you know, grabbed the microphone, and I said, thank you so much, uh, Maria. That, that. 
And she went to sit down, and I didn't know what to say. So I said, um, I should have, I should have planned this better. So having the right leadership is very important. It is very important that we learn, you know, from the Word of God uh, about leadership principles, management principles. That's why having priorities is a very good idea. A priority that you don't see here at the church is that the worship team gets together and they talk during the week about how we can put the best service with the message. That is a great priority. I remember a story of, of another uh, pastor who chose somebody to choose somebody else for giving announcements in the church. And this pastor, he was new, so he came to uh, the front, and instead of, uh, there was a convention going on at the church, and they were gonna cancel the services on the weekend because they had a conference. So when he went and he gave the announcements, instead of saying, we're not gonna have services this weekend, he said, we're not gonna have sex this weekend. So everybody went silent, you know, in the church about the announcement. And I remember the pastor, you know, he turned red. He had to go, you know, take the microphone and say, just to let you know, all our young adults have been abstained. Like, this is, it, it, is just, it was just funny. But it's a story about how we have to appoint leaders. Uh, and this is a process that we're starting at Agape. It's a priority. But I want you to know that we need you, each one of you, to become a part of that priority. Number one priority is to pray for this service on Sunday so that God can move and other people can come, you know, like Joshua and Jessica from the community. They found us. Kara found us. And now RJ, they found, he found us. And it is awesome how God wants to bring people to our church. But we need to pray for this service. We need to pray for the life group, life group on Thursdays. You have no idea what kind of things are being discussed in the life group and how much we are growing spiritually in the life group. We need to pray so that people can make you know that a priority as well. I want to finish with this point uh, from the scripture. Uh, if you continue reading, you know what Moses is saying through the whole chapter in Numbers chapter 11. The Bible says that Moses and his wife, they were separated. They had a fight. So because of that fight, Moses sent his wife to Jethro, his father-in-law. And then Moses went by himself and Aaron to perform all these great, 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 great miracles. One of the things that I see is that Moses, even though he was a great man at this time, he did not have the right priorities in his life. After the fight that he had with his wife, what he should have done is he would have fixed it. You know, the relationship with the spouse, it is a priority. Your husband, your wife, your children, after God, they are your priority. And because Moses didn't understand that priority at the time. Maybe it 
have the right priorities in our lives, sooner or later, life can catch up with you. But this is not the good news. The good news is that there's always time to change. There's always an opportunity to make a U-turn and change direction. And before we pray, I want to share these four tips, you know, that I learned from the scripture about having priorities. Number one, and I want you to keep this in your mind, in your heart, and if you can write it down, that would be great. You can be a good person and be doing good things, but not have your priorities in order. That's number one. Number two, sometimes you need to be a priority so that you can place other people as a priority in your life. Because if you are not doing well, how are the other people gonna be doing well? Remember what Jesus said, uh, somebody came to Jesus and said, okay, Jesus, tell us what are the what is the most important commandment in the Bible? Tell us. And Jesus said, well, the first commandment is love the Lord your God with all your mind, with all your, your heart, with all your soul, with all your life. That is the most important commandment. And the second commandment is very similar to the first one. He said, love your neighbor as yourself. In other words, if you are not if you are not taking care of yourself, it is very difficult to put others as a priority in your life. So sometimes you are a priority in that order so that you can also put others as a priority as well. Number three, you will see the good results of having good priorities in your life if you stick to them by you have to be careful with what you're doing in your schedule. Most likely, you're going to have to learn how to say no sometimes to people that you like, to events, you know, that happen in your life. And I was sharing with you, you know, a, a story about a couple of weeks where my neighbors invited me to a party. And I party, you know, for like an hour. And some of you saw me party because I uploaded the video. And um, some of you who don't know, Mexicans uh, have a lot of they love dancing, right, Sari? Mexicans love dancing. And uh, they have this dance, you know, where they tap on the floor like that, right? I don't know where that's from in Mexico, but they tap on the floor, uh, and they do it hard. I don't know how they do it, but it hurts. So I was at that party. You know, the party lasted like six hours. Uh, I went there for an hour, and I danced, you know, with them. I danced on my own by myself. So I started dancing and I started doing, you know, like that with everybody. And people loved it. People loved it and I loved it as well. But when an hour had gone, I said, okay, excuse me, happy birthday, I have to go. I live behi behind the house. And I said, why are you leaving? This is just barely getting started. We're having so much fun. I said, I know, but I got to go to church tomorrow, so I have to work better. Priorities. Sometimes say no and the last thing I want to learn with that, that I want to share with you about priorities is if you keep your priorities in order there the chances of success in your life will be better and God will bless you more so please God first 
God, that many of us, we want to do the right thing. All of us, Lord God, we want to please you. And those of us, or, or, or if there's anyone who does not have the priorities in order, I know that that person wants to do the right thing. And I pray, Lord God, right now, that as we continue to grow as a church, that as we continue to do ministry around the community, that we put you first in our life. Sometimes it's hard because life gets in the way. We have to make decisions, uh, but we need to put it on our schedule, Lord God, on a daily basis, that if spending time with you, it is a priority. As you continue with your eyes closed and your heads uh, bowed down, I want to invite anybody here in this place who has not received Jesus as his personal Savior, I want you to please repeat this prayer after me and say, Father God, I thank you for having Jesus died on the cross for me. I admit that I haven't had the right priorities in my life, and I ask you for forgiveness today. I open the doors of my heart, and I ask you to please become my Savior and my God and help me to do your will and teach me your ways. In the name of Jesus, thank you. I also want to pray for any of you who, if you feel that you haven't had the right priorities in your life, this is the time to ask God, God help me have 